This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about VHS. That is V slash H slash S. What does that stand for? Betamax. I forgot what VHS stands for. But well, so in in the case of this, I guess it was a VHS series that they made out of this. Yes. And I think they called it Video Horror Shorts or something like that. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right. This well, case. this <laughs> this movie came out in 2012. Directors, because this is an anthology, uh, Matt Benatelli, Open, David Brucker, and you know what? You guys were the first ones to show up. All right. Tyler Gillett, Justin Martinez, Glenn McQuaid, Radio Silence, hmm. Joe Swanberg, <laughs> Chad... Balea, Swanberg, Ty Balea. West, Adam Weingard. What is that? Hell, Swanberg, fucker. What does Adam <laughs> Weingard sound familiar? Oh, Blair Witch. Okay. Bunch of different writers. I ain't reading all this off. And then we'll go through the cast here. Calvin Reader, Lane Hughes, Tucker Oddly. What the fuck? Adam Weingard, Frank Stack, Sarah Burr, Melissa Boatwright, Simon Bure, Andrew Sarah Trust. Bird. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Bunch of people. So you can't really go by the IMDb one on this, uh, yeah. But, but yeah, like uh, Hannah Fearman deserves a special shout out, um, as well as uh, moving on down here, um, the girl that has all the horrible stuff happen to her, Helen Rogers, as Emily. Yeah, what was she from? Or you just uh, specialize in shout out because you like her. What's the shout out for? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just saying like like standouts in this. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because she looked familiar to me, but I can't figure. I couldn't figure it out. And yes, I did like her. Okay, you like her. Ooh. All right, this movie came out in 2012. As I, as I mentioned, uh, this is an anthology. Um, my first introduction to this was maybe a year or two after that. I don't know. I have our my annual cabin trip with a few of the fellas. And our buddy Eric is just—he's kind of the horror, horror, horror show uh, guru that I have. And he's like, "Oh, we got to watch this!" Horror. And so, it's a bunch of us up watching in the cabin, and it was kind of—it was all the same. It was a lot better seeing it there than it was seeing it again in my own living room. It didn't have the same effect as it did <laughs> watching it in a cabin in the woods. I mean, you're stone cold sober both times, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> I'm sure the extracurriculars had nothing to do with my enjoyment the first time I saw it, but. Anyway, even this time, I still enjoyed it. It's maybe not as much as I saw it originally, but that's my history with it. Alex? Uh, I heard you quoting this movie for a long time. <laughs> Just one line. Yeah, yeah, I like you. I like you. Uh, but other than that, uh, I just saw it for the first time yesterday. All right, and Scott? Uh, same thing. Uh, I just knew the, the kind of the running joke with the, I like you. Um, and yeah, watched it for the first time uh, in the comfort of my bedroom. <laughs> All mm-hmm. right. 
Well, as usual, we're each going to talk about seven items from the movie, um, good or bad. And I will go first. Um, and I guess one thing to this is going to be a little bit different because it is an anthology. It's almost like seven items could be taken up by the the five individual shorts plus the the, the main you, running thread here. But you, you Jeff, you, you bring up a good point. I was actually thinking about this. Um, assuming that it doesn't mess up anybody's lists, do we just want to go ahead and rank? That or 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 are those specific ones on people's lists? Um, I don't know. It's kind of that no. way, but kind of not. Okay, well maybe yeah. maybe we can do that at the end if, if we haven't properly. Yeah, done stuff. Okay. I would do that. I'd rank it at the end. That okay, good. yeah, let's do that. Sure. Um, all right. Um, so for me, that one one of the bigger negatives, and I don't know why this didn't affect me. <laughs> maybe it was <laughs> my consumption up in the mountains. Uh. Too much shaky cam. This was really hard for me to watch this time. Um, <laughs> That's my number seven also. <laughs> yeah, like it. I'm usually not a big fan of that, so I don't know why I really like this movie. Which wanted to watch it again. It was rough, especially the the beginning with the, like I said, the main thread stuff going on, which I know that's what they're going for, but oof, it was rough. So that's my number seven. And I was only thinking, like, for Scott, it might be like, he might be throwing up watching this movie. I don't know, because he's. <laughs> You seem to be more. Yeah, uh, yeah I had a gotta, I had a rough time. I, I had, yeah, remember the first time I watched the Blair Witch Project, it, it did not do me well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember Cloverfield really messed you up too. I remember Star Tours really messed you. Yeah, Star Tours. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, all the Disney employees remember, <laughs> remember that. So, all right. Well, that's my number seven. Alex sounds like it's the same. Yeah. It was effective uh, because, you know, of, of the whole overarching plot and everything. So it was understandable. I know why they did it, but it was just, it, it got really annoying. For me, anyways. It didn't make me sick. I was just like, ugh. And it, I mean, it's a cheap way to film, also. <laughs> Saves on the budget. But it, it yeah, it's grating. Yeah. And the movie's like, the whole thing is an hour 30. It's like, no, nah, that's too long. It's two hours. Ugh. Really? Yeah, it was just shy of two hours. Oh, jeez. I thought it was even shorter. Anyways. Yeah. I would say the length was fine with me because it was broken up, but I feel that yeah. first part, I guess because I knew what was happening in the movie, it's like that first part where they get to the actual VHS tapes takes too long. But I think I only knew that, think that because I know, like, okay, this is kind of stupid, this part. I, let's get to the little short stories here. But. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, Scott, number seven. Uh, pretty much the same thing you guys said. Uh, <laughs> I, I, my notes say too much running, falling, running, falling. Uh, really, the only segment that didn't have any of that was the the, the second honeymoon segment, which which happened to be well, we'll talk about it more later. But um, yeah, it's just too much of that. Um, it just it's hard to watch. Um, yeah, and and it, you know. The, the, when there's so much of it it loses the the effect that they're going for um and and that actually plays into my my next one when we get to it all right uh my number seven is and once again i think it kind of uh, goes with this but everyone's douchey in this movie there are a lot of douche bros <laughs> in this. yeah yeah like i said they made the couple but even that, he's kind of douchey, and she's just, they're like hipster. She's like a hipster. I don't know. Like, it was just, yeah. 
too many not too many likable people in this. Maybe the guys at the end weren't that bad in the last. Yeah, in the last those are the ones skit. that are kind of innocent. Yeah, yeah. Um, a little too innocent. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's mine. Everyone was. I couldn't relate to almost anybody in this goddamn thing. So yeah, pretty much like with the exception of like the Dude, Lily. I really related to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the exception of the the. Again, the the poor girl in the middle that has all this stuff happen to her, mm. like, and it's not that she was likable, but at least she's sympathetic. Yeah, kind of dumb. I'm just gonna okay. go in here blind and close my eyes, and you tell me what's going on. What? Yeah, I, I, let's get that out of the way. Honorable mention. <laughs> like, I, I don't I don't think this is anything endemic to like found footage horror. But people are making dumb decisions in this. Like, that's just that's horror movie genre. <laughs> yeah, that's just horror. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that's just horror movie stuff in general. But you know, you kind of have to set it all aside, otherwise, you know, you can't you can't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Alex, number six. Uh, this took me. This took me out of the whole thing. Is it, at some point they had unnecessary jump scare sound effects. And I really hated that. They weren't like clanging or pipes or hitting or anything. It was an actual like an instrumental stinger to something. And I was like, wait, wait a minute. If they're recording this on a handheld VHS, did somebody go in and post and add in, you know, within the, the, the framework of the story? It's like, what the fuck is going? Why did they do this? What do you think that old man was doing in that room by himself the whole time? <laughs> sound editing. Yeah, edit, sound editing. Yeah. yeah. Well, between, uh, I guess. Well, he was he was. He was tidying up the graphics on level five. Yeah. <laughs> and then doing... Well, I'll get to it in the next one. But... <laughs> That's why he was dying there, man. We all know how sound editing works. It sucks. It's it editing a stupid podcast, which obviously we don't do. <laughs> and that sucks. You know, you, know, you know what they don't tell you about, about editing uh, audio? Is that it's you, you do it visually. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like no one tells you that you're not like, yes, you listen to it, but like most of it is actually looking at the stupid audio. Anyway. Yeah. The audio waves. The yeah, actual, yeah, yeah. 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 But that took me out of it. I was like, what? It's stupid. They didn't need, and they, the thing is they didn't need that stinger. There's a lot of segments where they don't use, you know, an audio instrumental stinger on stuff and it still worked. Like it's a little know. jump scare, but but they saw music. Where was the music coming from? Like it's, yeah, I get it. It's a movie. <laughs> it's still a movie. Like, but I get it. I, I don't like jump scares, but just just based on sound, like that, that's cheap. Yeah, I mean, it's not even a movie. You just walk behind somebody and slap your hands. They're gonna jump. Like, <laughs> real yeah. cool. That's the other thing. But yeah, <laughs> number six. I did. I did like when the. The, the guys the I think the second was called 1998 or Halloween 1998 mm-hmm. the when they just scare the one dude and then he beats him with the the plastic saber and then he's like fuck that really hurt I'm sorry man I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that they were like anyway not important anything <laughs> alright well what's your number six uh so my number six scroll back up here I took way too many notes on this uh Number six was the the rapper story um, with the W, not not actual rapping. The uh, rapper story tape fifty six, which is the kind of introduction video, and the one that kind of connects. Well, I don't know if connects the right way to put it, but the one that um, brings the audience into each of the different 
vignettes. Um, it's it's the worst one, um, and it's really the only one on my list here. Um, like specifically as as a whole, um, it's just so incoherent. Yeah, and 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 the way that it's shot is it's hard to watch. Um, I was like. I'm pretty sure there were four guys, but I'm not even sure about that. Like, I had to spend, like... <laughs> I'm like, were yeah. there three or four guys? And I, I think it was four. Um, yeah, they just... You never really got a sense of what was actually going on. And I, and I don't mean, like, like the scientific explanation ever, but, like, what was the actual horror thing that was going on in that, in that place? They never really explained it. I had to think there were, like, zombies or something like that. Because like, that was, like, the one thing they didn't do in the other ones. Um. Yeah, it just it didn't make any sense. Like, what, what do you mean? I mean, it wasn't the whole point that the guy lured them in there and just made his own VHS tape tape of them. Well, he just stole the VHS tape that they were making themselves. Well, that guy—I don't even know who that guy was supposed to be. Like, that's why I'm confused. Because yeah, old... he was just nobody. The old man was just nobody. Right. Like, and he no. wasn't the one making. He wasn't the one making the tapes. See, I think he was. I think he was. That he lured them in there with this, but no, the guy, the guy met with a guy that that sent them to pick up this tape. Yeah, we need to break into this house and steal this one tape. Right. But I that, mean, I guess yeah, that I mean, could have been a ploy. I mean, I guess it could have been that guy, like over the phone or something like that. But like, yeah, this was never very clear. Oh, I agree about that. Yeah, um, <laughs> the fact that we're having this conversation. But like, not not like just that, and like, why are all the tapes there when clearly they didn't film it? Um, and then there's like one, there's like a weird spot in the in the I guess the second one technically, the amateur night, where they they they're recording over another video, but that video is of the one of the guys that breaks into the house. Like it, it it's no, really, no, that really the only like, no, continuity. That, that that wasn't an amateur night. That was in the fifty six. No, when they. When they start recording, was oh, was that in fifty six? They do that. Yeah, it was in the overarching storyline. Okay, it wasn't okay. with the dude with the glasses. Yeah. Okay. 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 I got a little piece of, but I mean, like, but just that one. Just it just seemed like a grab bag. Just like, okay, we need to wrap this up somehow, and it just didn't. None of it really worked for me. I mean, there, there were a couple of cool things, like I don't know how the fuck you would notice the chair behind you being empty. Um, all of a sudden, the the one guy. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's silly, and also just I get that they're like I wouldn't just sit there in front of a dead body. Like even if I knew like a hundred percent that it was going to get up and walk away, like I still wouldn't just plop myself down in front of it. Like yeah, it, it's just too a little too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the the end credits were super obnoxious, and that was basically the their footage as well. Yeah. Yeah, the one thing I'll say about that one is it started off, I didn't, when Eric put this on, I almost, like, I'm leaving the room. It started out a little too real with the whole assault on that couple. And uh, yeah. That that's, was, I think that's why I warned you guys too. I'm like, just get past that. It's not going to be like that type of movie. It's going to be more horror genre than that. But that, I didn't like that at the beginning. Like, ugh, too real. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, it did feel but, a little unnecessary. Yeah, it was just like we've got to show boobs. I I don't know, but it was very or just just uh, continue showing these guys as irredeemable assholes. Yeah, I think. But uh, but but, 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 just... but well, the problem with that, Alex, is like 
the other characters that have stuff happen to them in this, like, they're not nearly as bad, so, like, what's the point? Just to show them specifically as irredeemable assholes. They're not really, in fact, connected to the other tapes. Right, but, like, what, what I'm saying is, like, come up and says nothing to do with it because everybody gets it. No, that's true. Yeah. Because I thought at the beginning when I was watching this, it's like, oh, these guys are going to get their comeuppance. And then when they did, it's like, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so my number six was mm-hmm. I really did not care for the rapper story, Tape 56. All right. Well, that's my number five. The way I wrote it, I'm confusing myself. It says the, th- the thread that tied it all to. Oh, there it is. The thread that tied it all together <laughs> is bad. I yeah. thought I wrote that thread is altogether bad, like I'm Gandalf. It's <laughs> no, altogether it evil. <laughs> um, Fool of a Jeff. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, I didn't like the the main the main thread. It was it was sloppy. Like, why even have it? It's like just make it like death proof or something, and just throw two movies together with some trailers in between. I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> like it. So, um, that is my number five. So, uh, Alex, number five. Uh, my number five is fucking exorcism. <laughs> Scott, I was good. I was pretty good up until just that last segment. Uh. Even the one where I texted you guys, I'm like, oh, I was good up until this episode. And that was the the Skype calling one. And then at the end of it, I'm like, oh, that's a bit disappointing. And then it was fine. But then the last, last, last one was the one that really got me. Because <laughs> well, you brought up the Skype thing. Just quick honorable mention on that. Mm-hmm. Fuck whoever did the post-production on this and left the mouse cursor in the middle of the screen for the entire thing. <laughs> I think that was on purpose. Yeah, Obviously. yeah, and I'm saying fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the most obnoxious thing in the entire movie. Anyway, sorry, go go on, Alex. Mm-hmm. No, it was just that's that's the thing that gets me the most religious religious stuff. Okay, so that exorcism one was really super fucking creepy. So for me, anyways. So so you you thought like oh, I did that that like right away that they're actually like the good guys. Uh, yeah. Like, they were, Pretty like, much. some cult, like, trying to... They are actually trying to stop her. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got that right away. I yeah. was like, oh, these assholes are gonna ruin this exorcism, and then everybody's yep. gonna get fucked. And that's what happened. Spoilers. Yeah. I saw this so long ago, I don't remember what my thought was. But I, I love I loved that. It was one of my favorite ones. It reminds Apparently. me of The Ring when they free the... Open up the well to free. <laughs> no, why did you don't. help her? You, st- you stupid mom. Why did you help her? Yeah. Apparently, they they filmed an alternate ending to to that sequence where they actually get out of the car. And hmm. no, let's just sit instead of all dying to get out <laughs> no. of the car. So Laura was watching this with me, and a as soon as that part happened, she goes, "Ooh, Alex is gonna like this one." And b <laughs> she could have sworn that was the scream house. For the, the end of Scream, where they're all they had a big party, and uh, really? I don't know that movie well enough. And I don't she, think so. I think that that the house in Scream is like a more modern. Yeah, she couldn't find proof, so I, I don't know. But she was swore. And there was definitely some scenes where she, oh, this is the scene where he goes, you know, I'll be back, and he leaves, and I, I it looked like it, but I couldn't. I don't know Scream well enough to know. Like that, the house looked like one of those old houses you see, like in in Orange, like near the Circle. Oh, yeah. They're like the landmarks now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
No, okay, that was my number five, right? So Alex five? number five. Oh no, that was my number five. Fuck, oh, fucking exorcism. Okay, yeah, sorry, Scott number five. <laughs> uh, number five is it, it's been a while since I've watched one of these horror anthologies, um, and and I I like that it, it just gets straight to the the horror and straight to the gore pretty much. Um, even the ones that are are kind of a little slower burn. Um, you don't have to wait long for, for stuff to start happening. Um, it's just it's a great way to, to tell these like to, to get what what the directors wanted us to get out of these uh, these little horror stories. Um, and I, I enjoyed that part of it where it's like okay you know you can just appreciate everything in more of a bite sized um, again except for the first one. Um, I you know to to be fair. That one doesn't have the benefit of the other ones where you just watch the, them from beginning to end. This one you keep going back to. Um, or the, the first one you keep going back to. Um, but yeah, they again, they, they pretty much get straight to it in, in each of these. Um, like right away, there are like a couple of them get real heavy into the horror tropes uh, right at the bat. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's fun to watch. Uh, to... You know, not have to wait on any of that. Yeah, nope, not at all. Okay, uh, so it remains brought to my number four. I'm losing track mm-hmm. here. All right, so this is where I kind of start. I do a little bit of ranking here. So the last four are kind of the ones I like, but I'll talk more about more about them. But the number four, the one I like the least, and I really just dislike it a lot, is the forest one with the. The one of the seventh Friday the seventeenth or whatever it's called. Yeah, Tuesday the seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was my least favorite one as well. Oh, it was just not. It was just I don't know what the hell was going. on. This was the second or third time watching it. Not still not what's going on. It was just not. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, did it very laugh. tropey, like you said. It's a bunch of teenagers going to the woods to someone someone's cabin or whatever. But you're all gonna die here, and then it just doesn't pay off. Yeah, it's just stupid. I did. I did and, like that. She just kind of spits that out all of a sudden. Which, when she says, um, Joey, you're all going to fucking die up here. And then nothing else happens for like a couple minutes. I'm like, oh, that was, that was kind of cool. Because like, you wouldn't take her seriously. Because you're like, oh, she's just fucking around or whatever. But mm-hmm. I, did, I did laugh out loud on that sequence when the, when the guy shows up again after his throat was slit. And he's just like walking around like a zombie. <laughs> yeah. That's some great direction. <laughs> All right. Well, now we're on to Alex, number four. Uh, my number four is... <laughs> I think this was amped up a little bit because it was in vignette form, but I was always looking for fucking... When the camera was still, always looking in the background instead of at the main character or whoever was actually on the camera for shit to happen. Uh, I, and I just kept getting distracted by that. For what, through the entire movie, pretty much. Well, it is interesting that each each different vignette kind of trains you in a little different way. Yeah. So, like the amateur night, everything's right in front of you, so you don't really have to be. Oh looking. yeah, not um, that one. And then, for real, and then but... the same thing with the second honeymoon. Um, you're not really. No, like... I, no, that one I was checking the background for stuff. I was like, oh okay. shit, she's in the ba- in the bathroom, but in the shadows, and I can't okay. see, and, and then yeah. nothing happened. I kind of felt in the um, the last one, when the little ghost girl shows up and disappears, that that was unnecessary. 
Yeah, I don't remember that. So that that's spoiled. That's one of my favorite ones, and I do not remember that little ghost girl like, popping up through. I just yeah, just I thought it was necessary. more. Of a, yeah, we'll talk more about it later, but. Definitely the one with the, the Skype when you see stuff. That was definitely one you're looking for in the shadows. And... Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, throughout the whole movie, I was just watching the background. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, number four. My number four, and this ties into my number five, is that there's some great gore here. Um, pretty much the only thing I thought was redeeming about Tuesday the 17th uh, was yeah. the... Those were the, the two best kills in the movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. those, those are very uh, well, Friday the 13th-esque. Um, the knife plops to the back of her head. Like her eyeballs sticking out. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I haven't really seen like that before. Um, and then uh, I thought it was a really good shot when the, the dweeb falls over. And <laughs> the whatever the monster is just walks up and just starts stabbing him through the forehead like repeatedly. <laughs> Like that, that that was some. Those were some good effects. Um, you'd tell that whoever made that sequence was more interested in in that really than than maybe telling a story, <laughs> uh, which is okay. Um, given, yeah. given what that this is an anthology and it doesn't have to necessarily track along with everything else. Um, but yeah, that that was really good. I mean, even her her stomach getting sliced open at the end of that was pretty gruesome. Yeah, it was. The the second one, the dude's junk gets ripped off. Uh, but yeah, that whole sequence had some pretty good gore. That, that was the first one. That's the second sequence. Not, I'm not oh, counting the rapper. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not okay. counting. Yeah, yeah. The amateur night. Um, you know the. Yeah, that was the first tape that he pops in to watch. Right, but in the in the movie, oh, you're ca- you are counting the rapper. I see. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, the her back getting sliced open in the the horrible things that happened to Emily when she was younger or whatever that's that one that sequence is called um really not gore in the in the last one no um uh, that's pretty much the only one that doesn't have it mm-hmm. um that was just fucked up yeah but yeah the like and then and then finally the the probably the hardest one to watch was the guy getting stabbed through the through like up through his chin through his neck Ugh, that yeah, that was rough. Ugh. Yeah, Gnarly. the only non supernatural one, also. Yep. So yeah, just again, you're gonna watch a horror movie. Uh, good gore. Um, you know, we, we were t- was it? it wasn't the fly last week? Was it? Yeah. No, no it was Shadow, Shadow of the Vampire. <laughs> Shadow of the Vampire. The week before that, with with the fly, like that's a different kind of like that's specifically like what I call body horror. Like, this is yeah. just people getting dismembered and stuff. Like, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, as long as it's, like, happening slowly. Uh, so, yeah, that's my number four. All right. Well, you said it perfectly did my number three for me, because my number three is good gore. Um, it wasn't super over the top. It's not, like, hostile or one of those. Or, or even Saw's not that bad. Saw gets a bad reputation. The first one's actually not that bad, if I remember correctly, but... Hostel has got some gnarly stuff. Anyway, uh, I love the gore in this movie. Not not too bad, um, but enough that I really enjoyed it. So, gore is my number three. Alex. Are we going number threes now? Yeah, because... Uh, Where am I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I like 
that all of these movies had a really good premise, but they wouldn't work as two-hour movies. So I really like they, they collected them in a nice little anthology for, like, these are really cool concepts. And they were uh, they would work, like, within their, like, little contained, like, 30-minute section mm-hmm. or whatever. And it was great. Uh, it was kind of like, what what movie had the problem? Mama. It was a great short on YouTube. Hey, Alex. And, yeah. Where's Mama? <laughs> Where's Mama? <laughs> nope. Uh, that one <laughs> <laughs> that one was a, a great YouTube short. And then the studios are like, oh, man, this is great. Let's put this out as a two-hour movie. And it just fell apart, pretty much. Uh, it did not do half as well as it did on YouTube. Uh, so, yeah, I, I like this uh, the little setup. Cool. Yeah, I think more things that they take this format. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, we, we, like, what, well what, what do you mean, Jeff? Of just just making little short stories, anthologies. Well, we're gonna talk. I mean, our spoiler, our crossover is our favorite anthologies and stuff. So we'll get into this. Mm-hmm. But I just think, yeah, you don't have to bloat something out all the time. Just make group a bunch of things and throw them together in an anthology, and you got something. Yeah, cut yourself a stew. Yeah, Treehouse I mean, of Horror, it, baby. Didn't work so well for movie forty three, but no. But, the, but there were moments. <laughs> Some of them were good. You, you don't have to hit on every single one. I mean, outside of like Woody Allen movies or Robert Altman, and I have to wonder if if that was the original intention for some of this stuff. <laughs> like, horror movies make sense. It's like okay, the, whole, the anthology thing totally makes sense. But anything that's not horror, you have to wonder if something went wrong along the way, and they're like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna break it up." Yeah. Mm. Um. All right. Uh. So now we're on to. Uh, uh, Scott number three. Yeah. Three. Uh, this one's good and bad. Uh, like, I, I, I like that we did get a little bit of everything. But a couple of these were trying too hard to to do that thing, I guess. Um, you know, I, I doubt there was very much collaboration with any of the filmmakers here. Um, other than, like... One like radio silence, silent radio, silent radio silence, like mm-hmm. like called dibs on the ghost story, and then uh, like they called the whoever did the hundred second enemy like called dibs on like the hitchhiker kind of thing, like uh, and then somebody called dibs on the the monster, um, you know, just they they were trying to make something different, zombie, whatever the fuck was going on in the first one, um, but other than that, they just kind of did their own thing. Um, so I did like we get, we basically saw everything, assuming that the first thing is, is zombies. Uh, <laughs> like yeah, we got got to see a little bit of, of everything in this, and I, I kind of like that. I'm, I'm also assuming, and this isn't any great like deduction on my part, just by looking at the credits that the the Emily one um, is the alien story um, because the little girls are credited as alien girls. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Which, which I guess on some level makes sense based on what was going on. Um, so yeah, even get even get that mixed in. Uh, which that one has like really dark implications when you really start thinking about it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, again, cool, cool that we got a little bit of everything. Some of them were trying a little too hard uh, with with what it was they were doing, like the slasher one for sure. Uh, that's my number three. 
Man, I really like that slasher one. Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> I thought it was a really good take on Friday the 13th. It was just before he went to space. <laughs> was at that level. Jason in space. He just wanted his machete back, guys. Machete. All right. Uh, well, my number two is um, from the last one. Yeah, and it's if you see a bunch of weirdos uh, uh, hanging a girl and, and and have her strapped down, you know they could be doing something bad to her. But you know what? It's worth the risk to let it go through and not <laughs> stop it. <laughs> and this is where you get the more you know symbol. It could just be a murder, but it could also be an exorcism that needs to be done. And yeah. They should have took that chance. Yeah. I mean, if they really stopped to think about it for a minute, <laughs> they pulled together uh, and, and replayed events. Like, clearly, the guys doing the exorcism were not the ones that sent out the invite to the house. Yeah. yeah. They, uh... Wait, are you saying the witch sent out the invite? Basically. Ooh. How do you, how do you, why do you say that? I'm saying, I mean, it like, makes sense, but. I mean, I, I don't know how the fuck she did it, but, like, whatever yeah, mojo she's putting out in the world, like, put this flyer out because she needed somebody to come rescue her. Huh. Didn't even think about that. But who goes into a house? Yeah, it's completely Again. empty. And, and you just go of, through every single room. Of, like, at some point, you go, like, no, we got the wrong address, dude. This is... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here. Uh, they, 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 I mean, they no show... chicks here. Yeah, they show up, and it's already late. I'm like, oh, it's a haunted house. Like... They just let you in and then like wait for you to leave and then have some hidden minds. Like it did, yeah. It does none of it adds up. Yeah, well, it's still good. I like it. But yeah, just like I said once again, if you see someone, someone, guy or woman, I guess it could be a, a dude getting uh, doing some ritual on them. Just see it through. <laughs> they you take may, the uh, Indiana Jones. You may be you may become an accessory to a murder, but you also may free a demon and slash witch slash Satan. Are 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 you an accessor at that point, or just a, um, what what is the thing that that got them all kicked out of New York in Seinfeld? I don't know, but I I do not have a degree oh, in demon the law, so I don't good know. Samaritan something. They're, good Samaritan they're, they're bad Samaritan. Yeah, yeah. You're not an accessory, but you're a bad Samaritan. <laughs> Gotta work on my witchcraft law. Which law? <laughs> Doesn't the Bible... The Bible says this. Doesn't the Bible also says, Judge not, yet you be judged. The Bible <laughs> says a lot of things. Yeah. Throw her in. Uh, Alright, uh, well, too bad we're not doing quotes from Springfield. Alex, what's yeah, your number two? My number two is, Lily was awesome. Uh, for me, that was the best one, uh, in my opinion. Uh, amateur night. Uh, I just like the actress's portrayal of a succubus. It was, uh, like perfect like she was like a predator that didn't really know how to act around humans but she knew kind of enough in order in order to lure them so that she could eat them uh and then it was just i couldn't wrap my head around how she actually genuinely liked the nerdy guy but how i can't process how do you you know do you like or have yeah sexual attraction to something that is potentially food i mean she clearly can can I don't know, I don't know she, she can mate she, <laughs> yeah she has emotions she, she's got all the right parts uh she, she has feelings but like she's such an uh you know nothing uh, alien, she's an alien feelings. creature 
clearly I, not human. I, I did like like the whole thing of her being able to get away with this is um, just predicated on that they're a bunch of drunk douchebags. Like she's <laughs> yeah. there's clearly something like off about her. <laughs> But they, they they never stop to like think about any of it. Yeah, they're so hammered. And, uh, yeah, hell hath no fury like a succubus scorned. So, I, don't, I don't think she was a succubus, but she totally was. That's what I thought she was. Yeah, not that I really know the mm-hmm. actual definition, but that's what I've been calling her. Yeah, yeah, she I had mean, bat, bat wings, bat wings, and everything at the end. She wasn't a harpy because her body—I mean, she had talons, but she didn't have feathers. Her whole body wasn't a bird. <laughs> like that's the, that's the only other choice, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well she way. wasn't a harpy. <laughs> that's right, queen <laughs> of the harpies. Quotes from Stringfield, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I, Alex, <laughs> I agree with you. Um, spoiler: it's my number one. But uh, I'll talk about it a little more then. Yeah. Good idea. Good choice. Scott, what's your number two? Number two was, I thought it was a really fun haunted house. Um, again, I think the anthology re- really serves this idea well. Because um, you just basically get there, and the house is already kind of a little weird. And then stuff starts happening right away. Um, again, the ghost girl appearing, very unnecessary. I thought the, the, the kind of hands... The hand semi pushing out of the walls was very effective. Ugh, yeah. Um, like I don't think I don't <laughs> yeah. think they needed to add the girl in, especially when I, I don't need. Ex- I don't think they needed that entire anything. segment. That's just my. Opinion. <laughs> um, and then just them just keep walking. The was it was it just me or was that fucking chair following them? It was following them. I okay. Think. Okay. Yeah. There's like this chair that kept popping up in every in like every frame, um, and then yeah, then eventually they go up. and... It turns into like paranormal activity, but it was a lot of fun as a running out of the house. Um, just like the the more typical, like, oh, there's like poltergeist stuff happening with uh, like objects being tossed around. Uh, I, I didn't really like the effect in the, the the door from the kitchen that was supposed to lead outside. <laughs> oh, that was cool. How it folded up on, on onto itself. Yeah, I, the window is just melding clothes. That was awesome. Yeah, I was I was a little bit um, disappointed because for a split second I thought the the real horror element was going to be that yes they were going to be trapped in the house but like the inside was going to turn out to be way bigger so like they would never be able to find like a room that would lead to the outside again or something like that um, but but anyways just all the effects and them running out um, I, I thought that that was a lot of fun um, I thought they were dumb for going into the basement yeah, that was stupid. Laura and I were both like, "Well, that's smart." So you do them. It's, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it worked out sort of. <laughs> yeah, they got one last taste of fresh air. So that, that that was one thing that confused me was that she needed them to get her out of the house, but the house was trying to stop them. So she wasn't the evil thing that was powering all the evil shit happening in the house. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe the they the dudes completed the ritual, and the house is actually trying to keep her in. I mean, then that, at the end, she disappears from the car. 
Right. Because yeah, because he, because he, he's gonna kill him. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying, like, wouldn't she want the house to? Like, yeah, it, it was just weird. There was like some conflicting. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Of, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, my number one is I like you, the amateur night. Um, the guy from Weezer putting the glasses on and being all creepy. <laughs> Rivers Cuomo. Uh, yeah. Uh, just that, that whole thing. It's a good start. I think I'm pretty sure that's probably why they let off with that one. Her just being the, you know, the, the, <laughs> the creepy girl at the bar. I mean, she's she's creepy, but not super creepy at that point. But then later on, yeah, she just kind of... She's just in the car with the other girl who's the typical... I don't know. We don't know. She's Courtney Wallace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Courtney <laughs> Wallace. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then just you know, her. I, I like you though. Just every once in a while doing that, and then later on when she gets him, when he, when he breaks his wrist or whatever, the bone oh, sticking that was out. A, that was the fucking worst. <laughs> she starts getting into him, and then I, I don't like, and then uh, yeah, don't like. Yeah, it's like well. And he keeps running away. Next thing you know, he's flying in the air with, with wings. Ray, the next time a succubus says I like you, you say yes! <laughs> but, yeah, it was pretty good. I will say, I mean, this is going to sound terrible. I guarantee you that super douchey guy that was the whole time was douchey when the girl passed out, that guy was going to not stop. Give me a break. He basically yeah, went over to try to rape Lily right after that. Yeah. That was that was awkward, like <laughs> as most of those nights tend to go. <laughs> and the other guy, the third guy, just laughing the whole time was just annoying as fuck. But I know mm-hmm. that's the point. But I was wondering why Lily really like wanted not to even touch that guy. She kept being like kind of almost afraid of him. Well, he puked really... earlier. Oh, really? I guess I missed that. Yeah, I thought maybe he was like. Jewish or something, and for whatever for whatever reason. <laughs> oh no, he was. Well, I mean, I guess Christians. I, well, I mean, it looked like he was circumcised. So, uh, maybe you huh? see some dong there. Yeah, but I mean, spoiler alert: she ate him eventually. <laughs> was it? No, it was the first guy's junk that she rips off, right? Not his. No, um, was, no, that was his. That was the his. blonde guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is weird that she's like okay with the other guy, but well, when the other because she was hungry. Well, yeah, I don't. Anyway, maybe she just doesn't like the taste of blondes. Yeah, she doesn't like blondes. Yeah, <laughs> hey blondie. Yeah. So anyway, as Alex and Scott have mentioned a couple of times, ever since I saw this, I would just send a pic. There's a picture of her. I just send it to them. And just say, <laughs> I like you. I like you. I like. I like. That's it. All right, it's my number one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Alex, what's your number one? My number one is, and I love it when movies do this, uh, the effective use of VFX where they're almost seamless. And I got it's a testament because it's easy to hide bad VFX in like, you know, a movie that's VHS and it's VHS tape and it's low validity yeah. and everything. But it's also a huge pain in the ass to track the VFX on a shaky camera like that <laughs> so that it looks like they're actually like the hands popping out of the wall that must have been a nightmare 
Oh my gosh, I was just thinking about all the work that they had to do, like frame by frame, making sure that whatever hands or anything pops out of that shaky cam still looked like it was coming out of the same spot. Uh, Lily's transformation was amazing. Uh, a lot of that, of course, was uh, done by the actress, the way she moved and everything. When she was all curled up in the silhouette, that was amazing. Yeah, that was the way cool. her head like, kind of like split open a little bit, <sighs> fucking awesome. I mean, but those aren't like special effects at that point. It's just they're cool effects. I mean, it's like her standing there is not an effect, though. I'm, I'm not. No, I know, but it was a cool shot. Yeah, I I'm just mentioning it at oh, okay everything cool <laughs> that happened. All right. Uh, Tuesday the seventeenth. I really liked the way everything was done on that one. I enjoyed that one a lot. Because to me it was like, oh, cool! It was like a take on Friday the Thirteenth, and I was having just a blast seeing, imagining how everything was gonna go. <laughs> and the girl was like, "Yeah, I just brought you here as bait, but I'm ready for him." And that one actually kind of me, reminded me of a video game, Fatal Frame, where maybe the psychopath is only visible through the lens of a camera. Right, Scott? It's Fatal Frame. Uh, I don't know about the... that's they live. I mean, you could be Alex. right. Like, <laughs> Like yeah, I've never played one of those, but I know I know the camera does play a big part in it. Yeah, I thought that one. In the, you had to pull up a camera to see the ghosts, and then that's how you fight them by taking their pictures or whatever. Uh, so I thought that was that whole concept was pretty cool, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, everything they just really effective use of special effects. All right, I agree. Uh, Scott, number one, number one. So. I, I the more you guys talked about it, the more I like the succubus theory. But my my number one, I wrote down Batwoman, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, another way of saying succubus. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like not my favorite segment, um, but I but it's clearly like the most I, I, iconic's too strong of a word, but like yeah, <laughs> but it's it's definitely the the most memorable part of the movie. Um, I, I love what the actress was doing there. Um, what was her name again? Uh, Lily? I don't know the actress's name. Yeah. Um, Zelda. <laughs> yeah, she was Princess Zelda, too, at some point. <laughs> um, Hannah Fearman uh, is her name. Um, I mean, obviously, she's naturally suited to this. She's got the really big eyes, and she's just super intense. Um, but I, I really like some of the smaller touches um, where... There, there were a lot of points where she couldn't quite spit out the "I like you," so it would just be like, "I, I like she, she like couldn't get it out." I don't really like that. Um, just mm-hmm. the how um, she really did not like the other guy. Um, just her being again, Alex, you pointed out being super upset when she realized that he wasn't as into it as she was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> after he'd fallen down the stairwell. Um, but I, I, I like the the concept. To the, the whole thing where yeah they, they don't really explain exactly what she was up to um well you know we don't need to know um but yeah she did latch onto this guy like on an emotional level like she didn't necessarily just want to like eat him at least not right away mm-hmm. um and uh yeah and then she flies off with him <laughs> I, th- I thought the flying off thing was a bit much um, I, I would have. I think I would have liked that segment more if it hadn't ended that way. Because um, all the other ones are a lot more insular. 
Like, this one ends with, like, a shitload of people seeing this happen. Yeah, but I liked it, because it was the start. It's kind of what the fuck, and it's the yeah. first one, so I liked it for that reason. Well, I feel like there was there was plenty of what the fuck, right, <laughs> leading up to that to that part of it. Well, this is a really what the fuck. This is an yeah. RFOL what the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> Rafflecopter. Uh, yeah, that last shot of him looking down at her talons just right in his ribs, that was cool. Um... And then just the, like the, I, I really liked um, some of the again the smaller touches. Um, I think the main guy, the guy wearing the, the glasses, the, the hidden glasses in his cam, the hidden camera in his glasses, notices how fucked up her feet are. Yeah. yeah, but like he doesn't say anything. Like, like wouldn't you point that out? Like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, he was trying to, and then because of his drunken state and everything, things started to advance. So then that's. When uh, his, I think pants. I think they kind of hand wave that. Like I would have said something, but just other smaller touches. Like there was one shot when like the camera pans over, and you see a bunch of dark spots on her back. Um, oh yeah. When when you know she and the other dude are going at it, um, and she reaches over. I think she kisses him. For a split second, you see her tongue, and it's like completely yeah. black. Um, <laughs> like yeah, just some of the smaller stuff. Um, yeah, that 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 super creepy pose um, was really cool. Um, but just the again the, the the whole concept of yeah, she she knows that I like you as a um, just a way to get what she wants, like you pointed out, Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, like she genuinely means it, so kind of kind of works both ways there. Um, but yeah, just the, the most memorable part of, of that was her character. All right. Um, anything else to add? I think we should now we should rank as we talked about. We'll rank these guys. Anything else you guys want to add? I guess the one we really didn't talk too much about was the second honeymoon, which I actually I did like. Yeah, uh, that that one. That one uh, well, well, when we rank it, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about it. But um, just some other honorable mentions, I guess. Um, I already mentioned the closing credits were super obnoxious. Uh, mm-hmm. The mouse pointer. Ugh, <laughs> that was really irritating to me. Um, yeah, let's talk more about the the uh, the other segment with the alien stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, on that one, I was, like, getting really freaked out because Haunted House, and then it's like, oh, it's Aliens? Okay. That's a yeah. bit of a letdown for me. That's opposite for me, man. Seriously, when we were watching this in the mountains, <laughs> the bird will be in the aliens, and he's like, there are aliens in it, but don't worry, Jeff, they're not your kind of aliens. I'm like, all right. But I will tell you this, in VHS 2, hoo-hoo-hoo, the gray make an appearance. <laughs> Fuck those guys. All right, I bring you love. <laughs> He's bringing us love. Break his knees. <laughs> Break his legs. Right, let's just do this. I'm gonna. Say, so there's only. Well, we won't count the main one. The the main the rapper as you guys are calling it, right? Because yeah, we're always likes that one. That's the I mean, that's my least favorite one. So yeah, it's easy enough. Okay, so that's discarded. That's all at number five. So uh, number five, I'll do my number five, which would be the Tuesday the seventeenth. I did not like that. What at all? I I get what you're saying, Alex, and it wasn't you know it is basically the, the slasher of this one, but I just eh, didn't. It wasn't worth it for me. I want a little bit of twists and stuff in that one. I just didn't like. So that's my number five. What would yours be? Uh, my number five is the radio silence. 
fuck that. <laughs> Radio Silence. So that's actually it's called that's the director. So it's the ten thirty one ninety eight. The Halloween. Oh okay. Uh, which yeah, the one? Halloween, which one? Okay. Awesome special effects, really cool, but no, not dog. Oh, okay. It's gotta be a nope for me. <laughs> All right, Scott. Five. Uh, Fifth one. Uh, yeah, my least favorite one was the Tuesday the seventeenth. Okay. Mm. Like it just that one. Like the concept was fine. I, I did like the little twist where she brought them up. Um. She knew that, like, she wasn't any better than the, the guy killing them, really, at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just the whole the whole blur thing, and there's a lot of, again, more running and falling, running and falling. Like, yeah. All right. Uh, so my number four, there would be the second honeymoon. Uh, I, I really like it. The only one I said I dislike was Tuesday the 17th. This one I like, but if I have to rank them, it goes here. Uh yeah, just the whole thing, the creepy girl out, you know, if you're at a weird uh, hotel and all of a sudden someone knocks on your door and the guy's kind of freaked out about it and then she's just kind of standing out in the parking lot. That one scene right there is enough to unnerve, right? Like, they're not going away, they're just hanging out out there and then, well, you find out that she uh, is with, I guess her name is Stephanie as I'm reading here. It was uh, pretty messed up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's my the, my fourth favorite one or second least favorite one. Alex. Uh, also, my fourth favorite one. Uh, it was, uh, it was just that kill was a hard watch. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jeebus H and the gurgling and everything that really got to me. Uh, but the revelation, like at the end, she's like, oh shit, she killed them both. Yeah, somehow because it kind of cut to her over in the sink washing her hands, and then they started making up. Like, oh no, betrayal. Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of, yeah, after that, my mind was reeling, like, rapping. It's like, did, I mean, she couldn't have planned this because she, this is their second honeymoon. So these, they had to have been married as a couple for, like, a year at least, right? Maybe two? Well, I don't, I, I don't think second honeymoon was referring to their honeymoon. <laughs> oh. I see. No, I get it now. Her with the girls there. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it is a possibility if they did like a quick marriage thing because they were they were sleeping in separate beds, which I thought was weird. Even well, that was, was a mistake. Yeah, they they kind of hand waved that by saying that oh, the hotel only had two beds. They, all the hotels that oh maybe that's another clue that she didn't really like this guy that she was married to, since they, they, all the hotels that they were stayed at had twin beds. Yeah, it was the like, same. It was the same hotel the whole time. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, I thought they they bounced around a bit. But okay. she she could have said that, though. Like, oh, the hotels, and that's why we got this one. And, she, yeah, she didn't want to be in the same bed with him when he started bleeding everywhere through his throat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's a good... I don't know if you guys... I did not see that one coming, especially, like, when the guy well, comes in and she, he starts... You know who it is, but, you know, feeling her leg and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, Scott, what was your fourth... Uh, so, um, it, so it'd probably be the, I guess it would be the Haunted House one. Okay. Yeah, just, I enjoyed that one, um, but that was just all about the Haunted House effects, really. I think there was a little, the little twist there, 
which kind of suck. Like, like we could see it coming from a mile away. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, that one, that and that one was weird because that one just kind of tacked on at the end. Um, yeah, after everybody was killed at the house. Yeah, this was like yeah. one last thing to, to to fill out the the movie as a whole, I guess. Alright, uh, well, the, my number third one, the third one for me would be the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger. Really liked it. Um, creepy. This is Skype. I mean, nowadays, this is 2000, only 2012, so I guess eight years ago, but technology has come so far. Like, it would, you wouldn't be, this would be a lot more possible that people would be video chatting this than it would be back then. It's kind of weird, like, oh, I'm going to go in here with my laptop and just, I'm not going to open my eyes and you tell me what's going on. And, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, with me with aliens, it'll always be creepier for me. And then just the end where he comes out of the other room and you know, she can't keep doing this to her and then the next that the way that ends with her. Yeah. Mm. Ooh. So guys, don't think about it too much. I think when you guys said that earlier, don't think about it. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> lots of questions, which I'm gonna bring up in a second. Alright. Uh well, Alex, what was your third? Uh same. The alien Skype call. <laughs> uh, yep, I guess uh, they were they were what, using her to incubate half alien, half human babies. Did I get that right? I think that's what happened. Yeah, like starting yeah, when she that. was like fucking seven, which is disturbing. We don't have to get into that part of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or maybe that was. I thought that part was. I mean, it was a creepy story, but I thought that might have been. Uh, disconnected or maybe that was just prep work that the aliens did on her i thought about that but he keeps saying we can't keep doing this so as if like he's had to do that before yeah but she could have been an adult the whole time like when she was seven it's like okay in like 11 years she'll be ready i think he he mentions like that it happened to her when she was younger or something like that you could be right i have to yeah. i have to watch it again or it could be that that's just an implanted memory that they put in her. Right. I mean, that would follow. But again, I think he says something about how something actually did happen to her. Yeah, but he's in on it. He could know the script. Right, no, when, like when she's passed out and he's like cutting her open. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess. I how about that. her just digging through her arm like it's no big deal? Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's yeah. like, oh shit, these ghosts are nullifying her nerve sensors. <laughs> Alright, uh, Scott, what was your third? Third is also the sick thing that happened to Emily when she was younger. Um, you can tell right away that the dude uh, is is being very uh, manipulative. Um, yeah. James was his name, uh, the, the character. Um, like, at first I'm like, well, this is weird. Like, no other human being would act this way. Like, he doesn't tell her to go, like, get help. He doesn't tell her to call the police. He tries to talk her out of talking to the landlord. Um, like, he's, he's like gaslighting her a little bit from the other end, and like, he won't record. Um, I'm like, okay, he's like, I'm like, he is involved with this somehow. Um, I wasn't, I, I, I mean, I wasn't expecting him to like step into the room at the end there. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, so, just a couple questions. Like, so, they basically, like you said, Alex, they just wiped her memory. Like, she had no mm -hmm. clue about any of this stuff, other than, like, scars and things like that. Yeah. Um, so there's that. 
He could have did this to other young women. Because it's the mm-hmm. other girl. So, like... But it looks like she's set up in the exact same way as the other one. So, like... Like, are they all in the same, like, apartment building? <laughs> like, it, it was kind of oh, weird. Boy. Like, like where that guy was, like, right there. So... Yeah, in the next room, literally. Yeah, so... I wonder if there was, like, this building full of these women and... She talks about how she was, like, at a call center earlier that day. And, like, the first call. Like, maybe she never leaves the house? Like, there's lots of questions. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, and also, like, that one, this one doesn't make sense because it was just a Skype recording. Like, there was no actual, <laughs> like, VHS going on. So they kind of cheated. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he said he wasn't recording because he was the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, but anyways, that, so that was my number three of, of the the vignettes here. Uh, all right. Uh, and my number two was the the ten thirty one ninety eight the the haunted house slash which one? I really like that. Um, wh- while I did see it coming, I just I think it's cool. Just cool little concept. Just like I said, like I mentioned before, just the cool little, like, hey, if you see it happen, just let it let it go. <laughs> and because uh, going into this watching it the only two I really remembered were I actually remember three I remember the one I didn't like at all the Tuesday the 17th I remember this one and then I remember the amateur night which if you're doing the math in your head that's my number one but anyway I really mm-hmm. like this one it's number two Alex Tuesday the 17th uh, I thought the lead girl in that one her acting was a bit questionable uh, I um, think there was some questionable acting <laughs> the entire, the entire yeah, yeah, yeah. But that one rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, but anyways, uh, I thought the concept was really cool. I really liked the inventive deaths and the traps that she set out for this psychopath that might have had a red hat. I think that's all I know about him <laughs> because he was all pixelated. Uh, now I'm wondering what he's clearly, he's actually. He's clearly running around as a green man. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Yeah, it just makes me think. It's like, how does he look like through the naked eye? Is he like a predator type of thing? Or is he just completely invisible? Or can he even interact with people if there's not a camera on him? Is another thing. Uh, yeah, I like it. Who cares how she got away the first time? Yeah, maybe she figured out I'd just turn off the camera. But then again, she should have just turned it off in this. Well, it wasn't like all all her her friends from before all had the camera on them when they were murdered. Yeah, that's true. They kept he kept showing scenes of other her murdered friends. Fucked up. Oh, she did record it. You're right. Yeah. 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 All right. There it is. Scott, what's your number two? Number two is the amateur night. Uh, for basically all the other stuff we mentioned, it was a good, strong start. Strong start. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, well, that's my number one. Um, everything we already kind of talked about. It. Same with that, so I won't go into detail. I like you, Alex. What's your number one? I like you. Same. Amateur night. I like you. All right. <laughs> and Scott, what's your number one? Uh, number one was the second honeymoon. Um, that one's obviously the most realistic one. That's the, like like. You guys were saying like, it's the only one without any supernatural uh, bent to the story. Um, that's also the one that's really the the only one that's kind of a character study. Um, 
And like I, I definitely didn't know how it was going to play out, but I was pretty sure that that she was going to be the one to do something horrible to him. Um, the, the the there's a sequence early on in the before they get to the hotels, I think, or maybe after they get there, but they're out shopping, um, and he's he's talking about how he wants cowboy boots, and the whole time uh, he's cowboy talking hat. cowboy hat, which she yeah. goes to the boots, and then she talk, and then he brings up the hat, and then a wallet or whatever. The whole time they're talking, she's got the camera and she's focusing on the knife in the window. Oh shit! I didn't even pick up on that. Um, there's that. the The whole close up of her closing the latch on the hotel room door. So that that one's potentially a red herring because yes, it could have been some supernatural thing, but nothing had really suggested it at that point. Yeah. Um, but she's yeah. clearly the one that let them let him let her in. Mm-hmm. Um, she undid it at some point in the night, and it's easy enough for the other girl to have had like a spare key or something like that. Um, yeah, just the again the, the brutal death. Um, uh, you know, in, in a way, it's the one that makes the most sense out of all these. Um, I, I did have some questions for you guys though, um, in watching this. Um, the, Really, the only big one that that I, that I was left wondering was, what was kind of the final straw? Like, what? Like, assuming if there was some kind of plan, like what made them finally go through with it? Yeah, I was wondering about that. Because um, it seemed him being kind of, handsy with her. I don't know. I mean, but but they'd been together for like a year or something like yeah. that. So yeah. Um, and if it was about money, like. She stole like a hundred dollars. Like that's not enough to murder somebody. Um, clearly, they like got off on whatever it was they were doing. Um, yeah, maybe that was just the whole thing. I mean, yeah, no, that I mean that's the why, but not like the like why then. Um, maybe the desert. They get rid of his body easy. Right. Like I mean, but they were already there. So okay, I guess yeah. Maybe they were leaving. Maybe that was it. Maybe they were headed out of town that day. They're checking out already, or whatever. I guess, mm-hmm. I guess it could have been that simple. Uh, they only needed a hundred dollars to get to a million in the bank account. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, all right, now we can uh, just stab this guy and get out of here. But yeah, when they were it was like he was like leading over the Grand Canyon, they could have easily just like pushed him over, and no one would have. Yeah, yeah. There was there was other opportunities. Like clearly, they wanted to do it that way. Um, but yeah, I, I, thought, I thought that one was was interesting and. And like they they go out of their way to make him seem like a douchebag, um, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I just I, I like I really like that segment. Uh, so that was my number one. All right, uh, well then let's rank the movie on a whole. As usually, we rank on a scale of one to seven, one being garbage, seven being a perfection. I will go ahead and start, and I will give this a five. I enjoyed it. Um, I've seen it now two. Maybe I saw this another time. At least two times. Maybe I'll see it another, again another ten years or something. But um, mm-hmm. it, it was all right. Like I said, I think I liked it a lot more than when I saw it up in a cabin in the woods and all that stuff. And I do now, but five for me. I still enjoyed it. Uh, Scott, I mean Alex. I'll also give this a five. Uh, okay. Lily, uh, what's her face? The performance is fantastic. Uh, it, Kind of went up and down for me in the quality and, you know, in, in how I like the other sketches, of course, the other uh, vignettes. Uh, but overall, most of them were good. The special effects were really, really good. 
uh, very effective, effectively used. All right, and Scott. Uh, I give it a four. Um, like there, there were elements of this that I really enjoyed. Uh, at the end, though, too much shaky cam. Really didn't care for the the again the rappers we all kind of agreed on. Yeah. Um, it was kind of weak in the middle. Like it basically kind of went downhill. Um, yeah, I thought that was weird. Is like Lily was. I mean, Amateur Night was basically their best segment in my opinion of course uh but it really set up the expectations like oh man if this is the first one they they've got a crescendo and all of them are gonna get really way better than this right and it's like eh, I, I guess i guess it's the inherent problem with anthologies yeah is there's really no like way to pace them <laughs> I, mean, I mean you could take the ones that are more intense i guess and throw them at the end or, or whatever but yeah um yeah, there's no good way to go about like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I a four, but I did enjoy it. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, so would you guys watch VHS two? I mean, we kind of have to now next Halloween, don't we? <laughs> All right, I'll I want to I want to see what happens to uh, the nerdy guy with the glasses. Is he still alive? <laughs> yeah. One. Hey, just one, one more one more note. Uh, you know about. That there being sequels and stuff. Um, don't you know? Obviously, we, I haven't seen the VHS two yet. Yeah. Um, I did think it was interesting. Again, going back to the second honeymoon one, that's kind of the only one where it's not the victims dying on tape. What, what do you mean? The victim died on tape on that one. He got stabbed through the face. So, in every other one, everybody that's featured in it dies. Like, this one's like the people getting away with it at the end. Ah, I see. That's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, because then you got to wonder how these tapes got out in the first place. I guess this guy is just this <laughs> zombie old man that's like hey you know what I'm gonna collect see what my friends are up to with these VHS tapes alright well let's move on to our crossover list which is top and our favorite anthologies in movies TVs video games as we usually do now I'll go first I have a big question because I don't know if this movie is an anthology but I have to if I hmm. I bring it up now. Is Pulp Fiction considered an anthology? Yes, absolutely. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Um, that's not my number five. That'll be higher up then. <laughs> yeah, I mean the, the way the way the movie is cut together, each each part of it is its own story with the beginning, middle, and end. Okay. And they all have like title cards too. Yeah, that counts. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, well, my number five is the movie Creepshow. That's uh, uh, my number four. It's one of the first anthology I actually remember watching. And um, I couldn't, I honestly, I know there was the bugs at the beginning and the later Ted Danson's buried up to his neck in the water. Oh, there was a bunch of weird shit. And I couldn't tell you everything that's going on, but it was the first one I saw as a kid and it freaked me out and I, and I liked it. So that's my number five, Creepshow. Hmm. Uh, Alex, what's your number five? My number five is Tales from the Hood. 
<laughs> and I don't remember much of this movie, but I remember uh, David Allen Greer, Dag, was a son of a bitch dead, and he gets his comeuppance by a voodoo doll. And he gets he gets fucked up. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. All right. Well, Scott, what's your number five? Uh, so before I get to my number five, um, I I thought I was gonna have a hard time with this, and then I wound up with a shitload. So, yeah, <laughs> um, so number five was something I, I saw a long time ago um, that I really liked. I kind of, you know, when I thought of this again, I kind of want to watch it again. Uh, it was uh, uh, actually a Mexican movie um, by Yanatu, uh, more recently of Birdman fame, I think. Um, mm-hmm. It was a movie called Amores Peros, uh, which is love, love, is dogs? A, love is a Bitch. Okay. Uh, I think it's like kind of the idiom that they're going for there. Um, but yeah, it's it's basically a... So this is not one of my honorable mentions or... Um, uh, well, horror movies going on on Jeff's end of things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, so th- this isn't... Uh, like, I didn't have traffic on my list at all or as an honorable mention. But that one I would basically consider an anthology. Even though that one has a lot stronger connecting story. Um, th- this is kind of the same thing there's all these interconnected stories based around one event but you get to see everybody's story play out independent of everybody else's um, and it's, it's just really good it's just, it's a drama uh, but it's, it's definitely worth a watch hmm. um, alright uh, my number four my number sure you, four sure you hear your AC. <laughs> I know I, I turn it off just gotta wait for it to happen now um, so ignore, ignore the jet engine I'll talk louder uh, my number one is trick or my number four is trick or treat you guys ever seen this movie have not I haven't I've heard good things yeah this is one I didn't watch until last year two years ago and it was pretty cool so since you guys haven't seen it I won't spoil it but um, very there is a small little connecting arc but not really and uh, yeah I enjoyed it a lot. So, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it favors the tricks more than the treats. It does. <laughs> All right, Alex, number three, number four. Uh, also, creep show. It was weird seeing Leslie because I saw this after <laughs> I watched the Naked Gun movie. So That's it was right, weird seeing Leslie Nielsen as a villain. It's a real son of a bitch. That's the uh, skit with Ted Danson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, skit. Yeah, I, so I like that. It was one of the yeah. One of the first horror movies I saw as a kid, also. All right, Scott, number four. So I've no, I have no horror movie anthologies, uh, horror movie anthologies in my uh, top five here. But uh, going to the animated well, uh, a couple times actually on my list. But the first time uh, is Futurama, the Tales of Interest. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can't unsee it. Uh, so this is basically Futurama's kind of answer to the Treehouse of Horror um, stuff that was going on in The Simpsons, where they they would take like two, like usually like three stories. They did it like three or four times. Um, they had three smaller stories as like what ifs, um, and uh, strung them together, and you, they you always got great stuff out of it, just like in Treehouse of Horror stuff that really wouldn't have fit in the whole episode. Uh, but it is really fun to to see it like that, and then a special nod to the 
the spoof they did on the Twilight Zone on Futurama, which is like a real show. <laughs> like it was like a show that they would watch on Futurama called The Scary Door. <laughs> <laughs> But they, they they had like somebody do the whole Rod Serling impersonation to like now you're watching the scary door, um, and some of those were fucking hilarious. Um, like they they did a spoof on the guy that um, the the episode of Twilight Zone where the guy is like the last man on Earth, but he's fine because he loves to read, but then his glasses break. <laughs> so they did that. <laughs> then the the guy's like, oh well, I'll just I'll just go to the large print books. I can read those. And then and then he goes to pick up one of those books and then like his eyes fall out of his sockets and he like screams and he's like, oh, it's a good thing I can read Braille. And then he goes over and picks up a Braille book and his hands fall off. Like, oh God. And then he just falls apart. Yeah. So anyways, Futurama. Number four, Tales of Interest. <laughs> no, there was time now. The scary door. Yeah. Nice. Well, my number three is, I guess, what that one was stealing from. And mine's Treehouse of Horror. All the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Well, I shouldn't say all of them. All of the first 10, 12. <laughs> I don't know. However, right until I stopped watching The Simpsons. But the Treehouse of Horror. Every As... year. Three episodes, or three little short stories per episode. And most of them pure genius. Mm-hmm. The Monkey Paw. Or it's good. It's very good that Bart did that. <laughs> He's got a board with a nail in it. I bigger board, bigger nails. So, it's Trials Wars number three. Alex, what's your number three? My number three is Amazing Stories by Steven Spielberg. Uh, I don't yes. remember much from these because I saw them way when I was a kid, but I remember there was an animated segment with Family Dog, which I thought was hilarious. And the one where the World War II fighter draws a cartoon and it comes to life in the big cartoon wheel. It saves the plane. It helps it land safely. I don't think I've seen that either. Those are the only two I remember. <laughs> I remember like cops oh. arresting Santa Claus. That's what I remember. I think Amazing Stories also had like a little quasi-horror one with Christopher Lloyd... Where these students, like, they found him, he was, like, their professor, and then he did something where he kind of became immortal, and they cut off his head, and they kicked it off his body, and then the next day it shows up in class like nothing, and then he takes off his scarf, and it's, his head is stitched onto his body. Was it, so this was a TV show, right? Was it? Yes. There was a movie oh, okay. also, but I think there was a TV okay, show. Okay, I, I do, now that, you, okay. now that you mentioned, I do remember, like... A couple of episodes of it, yeah. Okay. It's back now. It's on Netflix or something. They're redoing it. Hmm. I think. I don't know. I'm just saying shit now. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> uh, yeah, Amazing Stories, number three. All right, Alec. Or, sorry, Scott, what's your number three? Number three, History of the World, part one. Oh, fuck. Man, if, I blew this. <laughs> if History of the World, if History of the World, part two... Ever comes out, then uh, that might also be on the list. But, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yes, we 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 did this. Jeez, before the quarantine started, uh, was it la- last yeah. year at some point. But yeah, anyway, um, it's just the one part one. Mel Brooks, it's fucking great. Damn, yeah, that's awesome. This would break into my list. 
I'm, yeah. mad, I'm mad at myself. <laughs> All right. Judas. <gasps> Super salad. <laughs> Crazy. This might be our last supper. All right. Well, on to my number two, which is Pulp Fiction. I already mentioned it earlier. Um, there's not much to say here. This is my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie and one of my favorite movies of all time. So, Pulp Fiction, number two. Interesting to see what your number one's going to be if it's not Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alex, number two. My number two is an episode of Batman the Animated Series (laughs) entitled Almost Got Him. And it was one of my favorite episodes. Fantastic. Where it's just all the villains are in like some seedy underground club or whatever. And they're all playing poker. And each one takes a turn telling the story about how they almost killed Batman. And it's just freaking fantastic. They go they go through like the Joker and Penguin. And then, then they come back to commercial. It's in the middle of Killer Croc telling his story. He's like, I almost got him. I picked up this big rock and I threw it at him. <laughs> He's like, and then what happened? He dodged it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was his story. Oh, it was fantastic. Nice. All right. Scott, number two. Treehouse of Horror. Uh, like you're saying, some of the best Simpsons episodes. Certainly the most quotable pound-for-pound Simpsons episodes. Uh, <laughs> Dad, you killed zombie Shakespeare. Or no, you killed Zombie Flanders, say. <laughs> he was a zombie? Yeah. Is this the end of Zombie Shakespeare? <laughs> dad, Dad, we had something horrible. Did you rig the car? No. Did you raise the dead? Yes. But the car's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. So good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, on to my number one, and this is not a movie. I'm going to TVs, and it's Black Mirror. I, over the past, oh, damn. Over the past few years, I've really fallen in love with the show. Um, and yeah, a movie would, be, would definitely be Pulp Fiction. But uh, since we're doing the horror theme, and while Black Mirror isn't technically horror, there are some horror elements to it, and uh, just love it. I'm still behind. I don't think I watched all the last season, but up until that, I loved... Like eighty percent of the episodes. Still, I've still only watched the first episode and uh, was in no big rush to. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the worst ones. That's the the pig one. Well, that's the thing is, I didn't think it was bad. I was just like not in an emotional place to want to watch the second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I recommend giving another chance because that first one, yeah, the, no, the pig one, right? It's it's definitely on my list. Like, there's there's ones yep. that always pop up in like in my like whatever feeds. So, like, I definitely need to watch the the Star Trek one. Yes. Uh, so, oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, that one's that one's. Good. There's a bunch of them that are really good. That that pig one, that very first one, it's one of the worst ones. And it was the same thing. My brother's the one that recommended it to me. I was like, really? After I saw that first one, I was like, you want me to keep watching this? And I'm glad I did. It got so much better after that. So, mm-hmm. Black Mirror is my number yeah. one. Oh, Black Mirror. Alex, which number one? Blam, badam. Uh, all due respect to the Treehouse of Horrors, but my favorite all-time anthology from The Simpsons is 22 short stories from oh, yeah. about Springfield. That's good. Donuts. <laughs> I got donuts. <laughs> hey, I know you. <laughs> uh, all of them are fucking great. And even at the end, <laughs> Professor Frank shows up at the end. He's like, sorry I'm late. This monkey took the glasses right out of my head. <laughs> 
Rest assured, that monkey is going to pay. (laughs) Everyone needs an automobile, even the very tall. (laughs) Do you find something comical about my appearance? It's got got one of the best Marge jokes. I think I mentioned this before. I even a joke just with Lisa's like, Mom, I got gum in my hair. Are you sure it's not soap? Because soap (laughs) washes right out. Yeah, that just washes right out. (laughs) Was was that the Linguo episode? No. Okay. That's a that's another one. That's yeah. I know they did like the run roll run with with her with Lisa. Yeah. yeah so. That was the Linguo one. Was that the Linguo one? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you freeze it with an ice cube and smash it with the hammer? Uh, fantastic. Do, do not touch Willie. Good advice. I know it's a different episode, but <laughs> Treehouse of Horrors, we've talked about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and Bumblebee Man gets his own segment. Yeah. Is that the one where he recounts his day? Yeah. Like, he's basically going through, like, the Spanish one Spanish. <laughs> and the uh. de pelota de baseball. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Um. All right. Oh, Scott, number one. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Awesome. Well, you know, as funny, I as far as audible mentions, I thought of Four Rooms before I thought of Pulp Fiction. <laughs> I was like, oh wait, Pulp oh, Fiction should count. I haven't seen that movie in forever. Yeah. And then uh, we kind of mentioned it just in general, but uh, Twilight Zone was audible mention for me as well. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't remember enough of that movie. The Outer Limits. Or the show. Mm-hmm. Outer Limits. Uh, just a bunch, bunch of honorable mentions. I I almost put it on my list, but the Grindhouse trailers. Yeah. <laughs> um, something that came out recently that also almost made my list that I really liked was the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, I still haven't seen that. It's, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, um, is that Sin City uh, Fantasia? Uh, talking oh, yeah. about Disney. Oh damn, that was good. Yeah. And then, really, the only horror one that I that I, that sprung to mind for me was Cat's Eye. I've never mm-hmm. seen that one. <laughs> Is it about marbles? It could be. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> Evil marbles. Ooh. All right, and with that, it's time for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. Looks like lightning strikes. Once for Tampa Bay as they win Stanley's Cup in Game 6. They did? Mm-hmm. Jeff, you sound very enthused. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it beat Dallas, so. Who would have thought Stanley Cup Final between Tampa Bay and Dallas? 2020, two, that's two, who. Two bastions of winter sports. Yeah. And I, I know I work for, I root for Los Angeles, which does also doesn't make sense. I don't care. Uh, yeah, it was good. I mean, Tampa Bay has been the best team in the league for the last like three or four years, and they just keep getting beaten the playoffs do, somehow. So they deserve it. Do they still have that 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 guy? <laughs> the, the, God damn it! One of, one of the guys was Saint. Matthew, was Saint his name? Oh. No, they no they no longer have Saint Louis. Yeah, Martin Saint Martin Saint Louis. Death to Saint Louis. <laughs> yeah. No. But yeah, no, good for them. Um, they still have uh, the, the stars have um, 
That one goalie that was a dick. Uh, Guillet Bear. Not Guillet Ed, Be- Ed Belfair. The guy that always thought he could handle the puck really well. Goldberg? Might have been. Anyway, not important. Marty Turco? I don't know what you're talking about. but It might have been Turco. I think it's who it was. Uh, Bobby Bobby Lupo? And, uh, you guys probably don't know anybody who plays in the NHL anymore. Not on those two teams, I don't. <laughs> I know, I know. like, I can name a handful of Ducks players and Kings players. And then, like, three other guys. Like, there's that Connor McDavid guy. Sidney yeah. Crosby. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Yarmir Yager is still playing, right? (laughs) Not the NHL, but he's still playing over somewhere in uh, Czech Republic, I believe. Jeez. Damn. Uh, Yeah, well, you you named the two big superstars, so I'll give you that. (laughs) Kenny Wu. Yeah, Kenny Wu. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Goldberg. Yep. All right. Well, it's time for Niem News. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right, starting off with a review, I'm like eight or nine episodes in um, on HBO Max. Uh, there is the, like one of our friends had mentioned, the migration of DC um, like TV shows and movies are, are getting moved to, to HBO Max because I guess Time Warner's decided that's where they're going to put all their, you know, put all their chips uh, so I, I guess DC Universe is being phased out. Um, but hmm. one of the things that already got moved over um, and it animated, and once again, I think it it, it, it bears repeating that I, I I do find it really interesting that Marvel the like figured out the whole live action thing. Um, DC is finally finding its footing for that. Um, but they figured out the animation stuff a long time ago, and a lot mm-hmm. of the, the the Warner Brothers, um, the 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 DC animated stuff has been great for a long time. Um, and one of the the shows that they moved over that was a long road to hoe, but uh, it was the Harley Quinn animated sh- series. Oh, I heard that was really good. It's it's fucking gold. Um, it's uh, hilarious. Um, it, it's definitely irre- irreverent, uh, which is really nice after the last few um, DC movies have been very serious. Um, you know, I guess Aquaman was kind of the only one that was like, like somebody snorted some coke and then wrote a script for it. Um, <laughs> like, you know, but yeah. it, well, I guess Shazam wasn't taking itself too seriously. Um, Wonder Woman was great, but it was taking itself seriously. Um, mm-hmm. This is just poking fun at everything, uh, mo- mostly on the villain side of things. Um, this is not a kid's show <laughs> by any stretch. Uh, there's constant salty language, um, a lot of a lot of super violence, um, some adult situations, uh, but it's definitely worth a, lo- a watch. Um, if you if you know, I know some people don't generally like watching animated stuff. If there's other things. To, to go to but uh highly recommend this if you have hbo max um it's just again a lot of fun to see the the dc villains um you know on the other side of things they they take a lot of swings at some of the the movies too like uh bane from the, the last batman movie he was in um, that kind of stuff uh so yeah recommend that um 
speaking of... Oh, God damn it, someone's going to tie in that. Oh, moving along. <laughs> uh, it'll come to me. Um, Good Place, season four is on Netflix. Um, so I'm looking forward to sitting down. I think this might be the final season. Uh, if anybody has not watched The Good Place, I cannot recommend this enough. Um, I think you can find all four seasons on Netflix currently. Um, it's uh, just, just a very funny, very thoughtful show. Um, Ted Danson is fucking great. Um, he cemented himself as one of the all-time TV... Uh, All-timers. Comedic, comedic talents. Um, yeah, the, the whole cast is great on, on the show. Um, you know, led by uh, Kristen... Uh, Bell. Bell, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Totally Her recommend. name's Kristen Bell. <laughs> Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. I'm sure she never gets that. Is <laughs> that? And if I be something that uh, I've been putting a lot of time into recently, um, so Nintendo on the Switch has their online service, um, and occasionally they, they take the sweet time doing it these days. Will release uh, either Nintendo games or Super Nintendo games through the service, and they're basically free to play if you have the service. Um, and just very recently, they, they released Donkey Kong Country 2, which is nice. Um, but they also released, um, and I'd never, like, it, it was a Japanese game. So I don't even know what it was, but I started it up, and then I was hooked. And I didn't even know what to call it. All the instructions were in Japanese, but I figured out how to play. Um, and I was, I was just trying to describe it to somebody else, and I'm like, it's like Picross. And then, it, and then it hit me. I'm like, oh, it is Picross. So um, <laughs> if it, anybody has ever played Picross, um, this is like the old Super Nintendo version of that with like the Mario uh, like theme to it. Uh, so what Picross mm-hmm. is, uh, basically think like Sudoku. Um, it's a little more elaborate. Um, so you basically go through and solve all these puzzles. But the, the difference is, is as you're doing it, um, instead of just figuring out where numbers get plugged in, you're actually building a picture as, as you go along. Um, imagine like if Minesweeper created a picture when you when you exposed all the safe spaces. Um, mm. Which is funny because they're all like in super like pixel art, so I can't tell what it's supposed to be half the time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just oh, thought it was donkey. I just thought it was funny this game that's like 30 years old. <laughs> I'm like hooked on it. Um, I guess mainly just because it make me angry, like everything else that I play these days. Uh, so, yep, that, that's basically it for me. Uh, Alex, anything you wanted to go over? Uh, nope, I'm watching The Boys, finally. It's good. Me too! You should watch it. Amazon Prime. Prime? Right. Just started. I'm only on episode one so far, but I really enjoy it, and I will hopefully catch up. All right, uh, Jeff. Anything you wanted to talk about? I uh, watched the boys. <laughs> I'm up to episode one. It's really good. Hope to catch up. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, good dialogue. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think I have much. I've been. There was something I wanted to talk about. Oh, other than I don't like Florida. Florida. 
Well, they guys, they guys, they're already <laughs> opened, pandemic, whatever, yeah. they're fully open. Yeah. But now, Lightning just, Tampa Bay just won the Stanley <laughs> Cup. Yeah. Uh, the Miami Heat are in the NBA Finals. I think Tampa Bay Rays are like the number one team in baseball. And then I don't know about the Buccaneers. Well, you, you, well, I think we all know what the solution is to uh, at least the Miami Heat. Yeah, well, the Lakers are going to beat them hopefully. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you did you guys going back to the sports segment? Uh, did you guys see the the news reporter on the street interviewing people after the the, the Heat uh, won the the conference finals to to get into the finals? Nope. So this this reporter's out there interviewing people. And she, she pulls over this random dude to, like, ask him, like, it's just dumb stuff, like, what do you think of the guys going to the finals? Like, whatever. I don't even know what she was asking him. But he's got a mask, but he's got it pulled down. And this is the middle of a broadcast. This is, like, local news. This yeah. isn't, like, ESPN. Um, <laughs> she, she, like, chides him. She's like, shouldn't you have your mask up? And he's like, oh, yeah. He pulled up his mask, and the, and the mask says, fuck Trump. <laughs> yeah, and she like she she like she does she doesn't literally do it, but she's basically like doing the fingers across the throat, like cut the feed, cut the feed, like. <laughs> they, uh, oh, you're right. <laughs> That's great. My bad. Uh, there was one thing I want to talk about. Um, speaking, I guess it's kind of quarantine, so. If you're not from this area, we have an amusement park out here called Knott's Berry Farm. And every Halloween time, they do something called Knott's Scary Farm. Where they oh, basically yeah. Have to turn it into a big Halloween, bunch of mazes and scare zone and everything for people. They're not doing that this year. But what they are doing, they're still kind of open up. I guess Knott's has been doing this for a month or two now. Where you can just go through a limited capacity and just walk the park and have some food. Like, taste some food. So, I guess they're doing semi that for halloween where you can taste stuff and then they have some some spooky stuff i don't know hmm. um so i'll just throw that out there for anyone who's a local interested maybe that you can go as we kind of maybe come out of this i don't know just i mean it's limited capacity you have to wear your mask and everything but something maybe people can look into yeah uh, i mean look into it i'm not sure i mean i'm, I'm pretty much always gonna side on like let's be safe but Mm-hmm. It, it's got to people are going to start feeling the pinch on that hard because that's like a kind of a cottage industry around here with all the theme parks that that change up for Halloween. Like that's got to be like a lot of people that get, that get hired on yeah. to do that every year. I bet like, Knotts makes like eighty percent of their money during yeah September the, and October. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean yeah, just I agree. yeah, just just as like yeah, just their their yearly operational costs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no one's feeling sorry for Disney, Disneyland right now. They'll be back <laughs> stronger than ever, I'm sure. Yeah, probably, but, but not. I don't. I mean, I don't know who owns them these days. Maybe they're owned by another billion dollar guy. I don't know, but <laughs> I just know like they don't have the crowds that Disneyland does. But I know that Halloween time is where they. That's where they get their crowds. And so, but I thought it was interesting that they've they've kind of. He said you can't go on any rides. You can't do shows. You're they're still social distance everybody, but at least you can walk through the park and. I think they have. If you go at night, they do have some fog machines out. I think it's like one fog machine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Is like walk through the fog. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I thought that was interesting. So yeah, that's all I got. So, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. I wonder if they all could right. they could do like a special hanging, where they just like project it or something like that. I don't know. 
Anyways. For people who don't know, that's actually the name of their skit show. They don't actually do a live hanging. <laughs> yeah. They don't hang anybody. I mean, it's not that we don't Western. know that people aren't getting hung. <laughs> Hanged. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, before we wrap up, uh, Patreon folks, please go check us out. Go support us if you can. Uh, Alex is still shipping out uh, quotes of Springfield episodes mm-hmm. pretty much weekly, right? We miss an episode here or there, but for the most part, weekly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everything's free right now, but hey, give us some money anyway. We'd like it. <laughs> yes, please. Help, helps keep the lights on. It does. Um, all right. Oh, thanks for listening, everybody, and stay safe out there. Be excellent to each other. Mm-hmm. Wear your masks. I, I like you. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.